I want to explain to you what you did. You did everything right. And in a time of crisis, how many people here, when the kid is having a fight and getting thrown off a plane or, or fighting with the cops or for whatever reason, can take their side and do everything and with the, with the focus, it depends on the focus, that by the time it's over, our NKN is higher. You know where it says that? In the Torah. We did a terrible thing called the ego. And by the ego, we did Gimel Averis Chamurus, right? We did all the bad stuff. We killed, we did Avay Dezara. And Maish Rabbeinu sees that we're in a war with Hashem. So he says, I'm going to take my tent, calls Maish's movers, and he picks up, that's how it got the name originally. He was the first customer. And he picked up the tent, which wasn't that hard, there's four poles, packed up all his stuff and moved away. He took Hashem's side. You're in a war with Hashem? You're in a war with me? I'm not going to hang around getting in trouble and all of that. The Pasuk says, though, that Hashem tells Moshe, go back to the Machna, to the people. Rashi brings down a Medrash. Im anibakas, bakas, im If I'm angry, we have, they got beef with me, and now you're going to, they're going to hate you, who, I like to say, who the heck, who the heck is supposed to be Makar of them? You're their only link back. And you're saying, oh, I'm taking Hashem's side. Very, very nice. Very nice you take my side. Hashem said, I don't need you on my side. Hashem doesn't need you on my side. JetBlue or whatever, the police, they don't need you on their side. Your son needs you on their side. You are the life raft to go ahead and you're going to abandon the kid because you're taking the side of the community or whatever it is, who's supposed to be makar of your children if you abandon them? So you took, and, and, and this happens all the time, you can almost daven that you should have crisis. When you're trained and you have crisis, you'll look back in two years from now and you'll see some people don't have crisis, Nebuch, and things float and not much changes. But when there's crisis and any normal person will be saying, what's the matter with you? How come you do this? And mommy and tati are there doing what you did, trained, I'm here for you, don't worry about it, I got your back. You're fixing deep trauma. You're fixing deep childhood trauma that they that breaks trust. They're learning to trust. And, and without that, you can go for much longer in the process. And here, when something bad happens, you have an opportunity to build trust. If you take the other side, the police. So now, I went to Rav Steinman's, that's all. I said, what should parents do when the kid is Mechal Shabbos? Should they criticize him? You know how many people are still doing this? Yelling at the kid, screaming at the kid, ripping out the Wi-Fi, closing the internet. Is that what the parents should do? Riff Steinman was 100 plus years old at the time. And he says right off the bat, what's that going to accomplish? Then they're going to hate Shabbos and they're going to hate you. Now they hate Shabbos. So you're going to take Shabbos aside, now they hate you too. What does that accomplish? You're the lifeboat. You're the you're the connection. If they're connected, nafshek sure, but nafshek with you, then they're gonna, then influence is open. They're going to want to be like you. When they get out of the dark years, they're going to want to marry somebody like you. They're going to want to have a family like you. That's the whole story. And people let go of that respirator. Why? So what you did is fantastic. And we always have to remember, they have plenty of problems with a lot of stuff. We don't want them to have any problem with mom and dad. In fact, the next night... He went out to eat with you, and you sent me beautiful pictures. Any normal parent would have said something. Again, the problem was between him and someone else, not you. 
a normal parent would then have gotten in the middle. The problem then would have been between the kid and the parents. We were not meant to be part of the problem. They have enough problems without us. And that would have ruined the vibe. The whole vacation would have gone downhill. Everything would have been bitter, angry. The parents would have gotten frustrated. I took off work. I spent so much money. I spent so much money and I, and I took off time and I did this and that. And this is the way you treat me and all I was doing and all I said and you didn't get any of that. The kid is struggling with his job. The kid is struggling with Hashem. The kid is struggling with the police. The kid is struggling with community, whatever it is. You are not part of the problem. You let them, don't jump in the middle and become the punching bag. We had a kid that got a ticket, this is years ago, for smoking by the train station on the platform. So, kid is very frustrated. Not that they're going to pay for it. Parents are going to pay for it anyway. Comes home. And the father starts saying, why are you so angry at the, at the cop? Why are you cursing him out? It's his job. That's his job. You broke the lawyer. Now he's the lawyer for the police department. Stupid man. Stupid man. Who, why do you think? So he starts explaining like as if you're talking to a normal person. Now the kid, cursing out the cop, can't punch the cop in the face, but now he has the representative of the entire police force that in his mind he hates, even though a year later he's going to say, what do you want from the guy? They get out of this. They're going to agree. They're going to, they're going to say, it's his job. But now, all of his hatred and frustration with the police department, with the world that is against him, that he feels everyone's against him, he has the representative here. So of course he curses out his father. Father gets all, all offended. What do you want from me? I was just telling the truth. You don't do that. You keep your mouth closed. You stay out of it. If it's between your kid and someone else, Baruch Hashem, you just, what can I do for you? Wow. You look like you really had a hard time. And you take their side. Why couldn't they just let you go? Why why couldn't they just help you? Why do they have to be so mean to you? Why? Even if it's wrong. Even if it's not the MS. Because you're going undercover. Because I want him to feel my parents understand me. They already lost everyone else in the world. Like you said, your kid has no friends in this world besides you. Because everyone else is logical. So when when they're illogical, because of their pain and dysfunction, everyone drops them. Or tries to talk logic to them, and they drop them. And if they didn't have mom and dad, then you wake up one day and say, I have nothing in this world. So you're keeping her alive. And that creates influence. And then you could do trips like you did. And then you can pump them up. They have a hot air balloon with a hole in it. And it's sinking. You could pump them up with hot air until they can mend it, which takes a long time and a lot of therapy. And then they can float on their own. You're keeping them. You have such a big job to do. And people blow it, either defending themselves, which you shouldn't do, but especially getting involved between their problems and the neighbors. You know, they block the neighbor's driveway. The neighbor curses them out, and they go and slash the tires of the neighbor. You know, like they get all angry. And you want to say, like, but you, you, you blocked their driveway, like, for the eighth time, and like they, they told you not to do it, right? Like, that's not a way to behave. So now they have beef with the neighbor. Now they have beef with the neighbor and mommy and tati. So when they say, I want to kill the neighbor, now I want to kill the neighbor and mommy and tati. You, you just got involved in something for no, there is no benefit. You're not teaching them anything. And then they wake up one day, everybody hates me. You know what's worse than them thinking that everyone else is wrong? Is if you get your point across and they learn that they're wrong and they look in the mirror and they say, I'm a loser. I, I, I can't make this world work. I can't, I can't. I quit already six jobs. I lost already 12 friends and I, lo- and, and I'm a loser. 
My own parents look at me like a loser. And you, you're right. They are losers. So you look at them like a loser. You make them feel like a loser. And they're not going to be around. So your job is to n- not let them feel like a loser even when they're wrong. You're the life preserver. You're the respirator. You never give that up. And that's what you did. In a tough situation, very stressful, with police involved, and a lot of pressure would have been very easy for a less strong, trained parent to mess up. Mess up and say something wrong to your child, which everyone in the world would say it's the right thing to do, but the result would have been terrible, and instead you got the perfect result. He knows mom and dad are on my side, my father got my back, which I need in order for him to have a future. So I would like to give you the award of... TP, I, I wasn't ready for this, so TP Award here. You can proudly wear this on your lapel until you go home, and or you can put it on your yarmulke if you want. TP Parent of the Day. And everybody learn from this and apply it. This is not just a show you're watching about somebody else. Apply it. Does your child feel any rejection from you? Fix it. Are you get, are you causing your child pain in the name of whatever? Fix it. We want them to be the most comfortable being dysfunctional around you. A child that feels my father's successful, my father's good, my mother's good, everyone's tichtig and teigluch and other words, and I am not. So then I have no place here. That's not what we want. We want to compensate. You know, you're with your children from when they're born. They throw up at night. They have a headache when they're two and they're three. You're with them. And now, now when they're in their biggest battles, we abandon them. And they have nobody to share with because they're so dysfunctional. We can't tolerate it. And we abandon them at their time that they need us most. And you didn't do that. And none of you are doing that. So everyone should be blessed. 